0: We'll take our text tonight from Exodus chapter 33. Exodus chapter 33, I'd like to use verse 21. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. As we look into the scriptures tonight for context to our Text, we see that Moses is with the children of Israel in the wilderness of Sinai. A lot of life had already taken place for this young nation. They'd been delivered out of Egypt. They'd seen victory at the Red Sea. God had provided water to drink at Marah. He provided wells and palm trees at Elim he provided manna and quails to eat God had given victory over the Amalekites God had done a lot for this young nation here at Sinai they'd had the privilege of witnessing God's power on the mountain from afar they'd heard thunderings they'd seen lightning The earthquake, the fire and the smoke. They'd met with God and the voice of God had spoken to them from the mountain. But sadly, the impact of that was short lived. We read where they at one point even turned and while Moses was on the mountain, they made a a calf and began to worship it. God was not pleased. He would threatened to basically, if you would say, wipe out the nation. But we see where Moses interceded. And God stayed his hand. After that, we read where Moses went and built a tabernacle outside the camp. A, a tent of meeting. It tells us where those who wanted to approach and meet with God would go outside the camp and meet. We read where Moses went there. And met with God. But it says when he entered the tent, every man stood in their door and watched. What did they watch? What did they see? They saw and felt the presence of God come down there. And it tells us that God spoke with Moses as a friend spoke to a friend. I believe that during one of these meetings with God, something stirred down deep within the soul of Moses. There was something there that he desired more from God. We read where he asked God to show him his way. Now there's a way that he should walk, but he said, if I have found grace in thy sight. God is so faithful. He came back and he said, Oh, you have found grace in my sight. And He promised Moses to go with Him and give Him rest. He even went so far as to tell Moses, I know you by name. You talk about a personal God that comes down and He meets with us. And He can speak to us and He knows us by name. What an assurance. What an assurance that we can come before the Holy God of Heaven and He knows our name just as He knows the names of all the stars. And has them numbered. We read where God asked him, I mean, where Moses asked God, he said, Show me thy glory. Show me thy glory. God said he would, but he said he, Moses couldn't see his face. God said he'd make all of his goodness or his glory pass before him. And then we get to where I believe is the meat of this passage which is our text. We have this desire that Moses has to see the glory of God, to see the power of God displayed. God says He will. He says, but, the Lord said, behold, there is a place by Me. He said, behold. He said, pay attention. It's just not any place. It's not a casual place. It's a special place. He says, there's a place by Me. He says, and I will place you on a rock. This place was not a a place in the wilderness at the foot of the mountain. It would be on the mountain itself. There was something that Moses had to do to get to that place where God was beside him. A place where Moses had been numerous times up and down that mountain. We read that. It was a familiar place to Moses. But God told him this time would be special. The glory of God would be manifested to Moses in a special way. In the very next chapter, God tells him says, You get up early in the morning. You get ready and you go up that mountain. And we read where Moses did that in obedience. He got up early in the morning and began his journey. Have you ever wondered what he thought as he went up the mountain this time? What will this be like? How will it be different from the other times I've been up the mountain? Where will this happen? How will I know where that special place is where God is going to come down beside me? You know, the usual questions we have when we're seeking God How's this going to happen? What's God going to require? How is it, how am I going to be able to fulfill this? Will he do it for me? Well, we see Moses stepping out in faith. We read that the Lord descended in a cloud and his glory passed by. Amen. Moses received that that he'd asked for. The promise of God was fulfilled in his life. He found that place by God. So I meditated on this. I thought, what did it take? What did it take for Moses to receive the promise of God? First, he stepped out by faith. God didn't say, you go up to this certain place on the mountain and there I'll be. He just said, you go up. You go up. He looked a place next to God. Moses was looking for that new territory. I'm sure he he was in anticipation. He knew that God's promises never failed. But he wanted to know God better. And he stepped out in obedience. I believe he just moved forward. One step in front of another. Take a couple steps. Pause. Is this where it's going to be? A few more steps. Is this where it's going to be? Maybe he got up above the clouds and he said, Is this where it's going to be? But I cannot believe in my mind's eye he turned a corner and there was God. Because God said he would hide him in the cleft of the rock. And he met God. When Moses did these things, He found that place on the mountain, not in the wilderness. We are all here tonight in the tent of meeting, if you will. Most of us have been here many, many times before. This will be, come Sunday, 68th camp meeting. I was brought here right after I was born, within days. We've been here many times. We've seen the glory of God. We've seen His presence. We've felt His glory roll through this place time and time again. We've seen answers to prayer. We've seen miraculous healings. We've seen things that have bolstered our faith and anchored us down through the years. I remember as a young person spending many hours down here at these altars, sometimes till three, four, five o'clock in the morning seeking the Lord. Yeah, you, yeah. But the Lord established me. Yeah. The Lord established me. Yeah. I have many memories, but that was yesterday. We still have today yeah. where we still need to be looking for that place yeah. near God. We cannot be satisfied with past experiences. Life has happened and is happening to all of us this year. Maybe we found ourselves in the wilderness or in the valley. Tonight, I believe it's time to go back up that mountain. There's a place we need to go. A familiar place for many, but it is a place near to God. A place where we can get to know God better. A place to experience His power and His glory afresh. It's a place where we need to go and claim new territory. But how do we get there? We get there the same way that Moses did. We get there by stepping out in faith. We get there by stepping out in obedience. We get there by anticipating great things from God. We get there by standing on God's promises. Amen. By being in communion with God. By seeking His face. Listen, church, we can't be like the Israelites just standing in the door of our tents watching what's going on. That's not how we, we get to that special place next to God. We want to experience more of God in our lives. We must be participants, not spectators. Amen. Church, there is a place by God. And each one of us must go there if we want to receive from God. Tonight, if you need to be saved, there is a place. There is a place. You must climb that hill of old Mount Calvary. Go to the foot of the cross. Experience the blood of Jesus covering your sins. Leave your sins down in the valley. Walk away from them. We confess our need for God. Feel that sorrow for sin. It means accepting by faith that gift that God has in salvation. That He sent His only Son to die on a cross for you and me. Maybe tonight you need that purifying experience of sanctification. There is a place. There is a place. It's a holy place. Because God is holy. And it's right next to God. It means going to that place of total surrender. A place of willingly, willingly setting yourself apart for God and for His service. It's a place of presenting your body a living sacrifice. There's a mountain to climb for that experience you may have been up that mountain before and you came back down without receiving, I challenge you, go back up. Go back up. There is a place. There is a place where God comes alongside. And when we are at that point where we lose contact with ourselves, we give up all of ourselves for God, He will come in. He will come in with that purifying fire. He will make us holy as He is holy. Maybe tonight you have sought that precious infilling of the Holy Spirit. Maybe many times. Maybe for years. You've been seeking that power for service. But you haven't received it. You've climbed that mountain many times. you come back down. Tonight there is a place. There is a place. Near to God. Seek His fullness. Seek His goodness. See how close you can get to God. Keep pressing on that, up that mountain. One, you're going to turn that corner. You're going to turn that corner like Moses did. And oh, there's going to be God. There's going to be that infilling of the Holy Spirit. And you're going to say, why didn't I come this far up the mountain before? The old song says, there is a place of full release near to the heart of God. It's that place where God can release his power into our lives, where we can walk out of here changed in the presence of Almighty God in a way we will never forget. 120 found that place. They found that place in the upper room. They went in in faith. They went in in obedience. They went in in anticipation of what God was going to do. God opened up the windows of heaven. For God says there came as like a mighty rushing wind. It says it filled the house. It filled the house. Listen, that can happen tonight. It can come like a mighty rushing wind. It can fill the house. It can fill the house because there is a place. There's a place by God. The Apostle John went to such a place next to God, a place where he had an experience that he never forgot. Don't forget, he had been in the upper room too. He'd experienced that infilling. But now he was having a wilderness experience, if you will. The Bible tells us he was in exile on the Isle of Patmos for the Word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Nevertheless, the Bible tells us he was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. That's a good place to be if you want to receive from God. You need to be in the Spirit. Not only on the Lord's day, but every day. Remember, this is the day the Lord hath made. We can be in the Spirit today, on Wednesday night, on a Thursday, whatever day of the week it is. Word of God says John heard a great voice behind him. And he experienced an overwhelming presence. The presence of God. He was carried away in the Spirit. He saw things that rocked his world. He was in a place by God. A place where God would show him some of his glory. What did John see? He saw a new heaven and a new earth. The holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. It says, he saw a place where God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. There shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Oh, but he saw a whole lot more. You read on, he says, he saw a great multitude, which no man could number of all nations and kindreds, and people, and tongues, which stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes. They were pure, and palms in their hands, and crying with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and under the Lamb. Oh, do you see where a place next to God can take you? Our minds can't even imagine or comprehend it. I can't even imagine how John felt when that vision ended. I can't but he couldn't comprehend it. All he could do was write these things. What a special place. But you know that experience that John had came as a result of a long journey with God. A journey which be long, began again, along a seashore one day many years before. A common fisherman, but Jesus walked by and said simply, Follow me. He followed. He followed all the way to the cross. And that journey brought John to this place, a special place of closeness with God. There were many mountains along the way. There were many valleys, many wildernesses to go through, but he persevered. He was faithful. He just kept climbing higher and higher, looking for that place next to God. And God brought him through. He gave him the victory. He led him to this place. And John followed. And because he followed close, he experienced something. He found a place to experience the power and the glory of God afresh. He experienced new territory. God released more of his power into his life. And his revelation gives us hope tonight. I wonder tonight, where are you on your journey? Are you in a place where God can release his power into your life? There is a special place. And it's by God. A place... We can all go to. But the question is, are we looking for that place? Are we seeking that place? Are we climbing higher and closer so we can get to that place? Do we want to know God better? Are we faithfully pressing forward in anticipation of what God will do for us right now in this place? in this tent of meeting, this tabernacle of meeting, what is your need from God tonight? There is a place. There's a place right here tonight. A place near God. Maybe a lot of life has happened to you this past year. Maybe you are in the wilderness. Maybe you're just halfway up the mountain. Tonight, there is a place There's a place right here, a place of prayer, a place that is near to the heart of God. I challenge you to come lay your lives out on the altar of sacrifice. Say, God, just take me on. Take me higher. Take me to that place, that place near you. That place where I can experience that power. That glory in a special way. And if we come with a heart like that in anticipation, God will do it for us. Let's come out and pray. Our song is 488.